Welcome to Something Different from Oyutora, where we give you something different for your learning day. Also, welcome to Sphirisa Omer. Sphirisa Omer is a bigger part of our lives than you might think. We count for seven weeks. That's 13.5% of the year. It's just barely edged out by Shabbos, which is 14.25% of the year. But while we spend almost as much time in Sphira as we do in Shabbos, we don't spend nearly as much time thinking about it. Sphira is overshadowed by weeks of Pesach prep, the first days of Yantiv, Cholomoed, and the last days of Yantiv. By the time Sphira has the center stage, it's old hat and we take it for granted. To help us give Sphira some of the attention it deserves, here's Rabbi Shmuel Golden with a shear delivered at the OU Israel Center. Please enjoy this excerpt from Everything You Wanted to Know About the Omer But Were Afraid or Didn't Know to Ask. Usvartem lochemi mocharat hashabat miyom haviachem et omer hatnufa sheva shabatot mimoti eno. You shall count for yourselves from the day after Shabbat, which according to rabbinic interpretation means the day after the first day of Pesach. Miyom haviachem es omer hatnufa from the time that you bring the waved omer offering. And we'll talk about that in a minute. The Omer is really an offering of barley that is brought to the Beit HaMikdash. Sheba Shabbatot Mimotieno. You should count seven complete weeks. Ad Mimocharad HaShabbat HaShviit until the day after the seventh Shabbat, meaning Shavuot. Tisperu Chamishim Yom. You shall count 50 days. Vikravtem Mincha Chadashal Hashem. And you shall bring another mincha at that time to Hashem, another offering. Sefer Dvarim, Sheva, Shiva Shavuos Tispar Lucha, you shall count seven weeks for yourself. Meherchel Charmesh Bakoma, tongue twister there. Tachel Lispar Shiva Shavuot, you shall count seven weeks from the time in which the sickle begins to go against the grain, meaning the beginning of the harvest, you shall count seven weeks. Now what's missing? What, what doesn't the Torah tell us? Why? You know, this is a, a mitzvah that is very, very familiar to us. We do it every year. And it's often the case with familiar mitzvot, we don't stop to ask. Well, what's this about? Why are we counting these days? What is the purpose of going? Hayom, yom, echad, hayom, shnei yomim. Why is it that, that we do so when it comes to this mitzvah? And of course, there are a variety of interpretations that are offered. The Torah doesn't tell us why. And each of these interpretations builds on the other. In other words, as we often say, once you have seven interpretations for a mitzvah, it doesn't mean that each interpretation is denying the other. It's building on the other. And there is layer after layer after layer of possibility of understanding within the mitzvah. Let's begin with the most obvious. What would you say is the most obvious reason that I will be counting these days? Okay, excellent. It's anticipatory. We are moving towards the festival of Shavuot. And in a way, we are, we are recreating what must have been a very, very special time for Klal Yisrael, a time of tremendous anticipation. Let's remember, even though it didn't turn out this way, the, the plan A was to go immediately from Yamsuf to Harsinai and from Harsinai 
to Eretz Yisrael. This was all one thing after another building. I'm anticipating the arrival now at Har Sinai, my encounter with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And this anticipation does something else. It also ties in the two festivals that bound the Sphero. We are meant to understand in a very real way that Pesach and Shavuot are integrally connected, that there is a deep connection between those two occasions. And this can be seen from a very simple fact, that the holiday of Shavuot is always described in the Torah as the culmination of the Sfirat Omer. It's always seen as the culmination of this journey from Pesach to Shavuot. And in fact, nowhere in the Torah, and this is something to talk about when we arrive closer to Shavuot, nowhere in the Torah does the Torah tell us the exact date of Shavuot. It's always referred to as the culmination of this period of counting. Now, this integral connection between Pesach and Shavuot emerges from the very beginning of the Exodus story. Take a look at the bottom of your pages and take a look at what Kodesh Baruch Hu says to Moshe at the Sneh. Moshe, if you remember, repeatedly argues and says, don't send me, I'm not, I'm not uh, capable, I'm not the one to go. And Kodesh Baruch Hu constantly says to him, no, you will go. But his first answer to Moshe's objections is very telling. What does he say? Moshe says to, to God, who am I to go to Paro? And who am I to take, to take the people of Israel out of Egypt? And Hashem says, I will be with you. And this is the, this is the most important oath that I'm with you. We often pay attention to the other otot that Moshe, Hashem gives to Moshe, the, the fact that he turns his hand leprous at one point, the fact, at the sned, the fact that he has the, the, the staff turn into a snake. But the first ot, the first message that Hashem gives to Moshe concerning his, his task is, your task isn't just to take them out of Egypt. Your task is to bring them here where they will receive the Torah. And therefore, there is, is this connection that the understanding that freedom from Egypt creates a vacuum. And that vacuum has to be filled. And the filling of that vacuum takes place at Har Sinai, where the meaning of freedom and the purpose of freedom and what we're supposed to do with our freedom suddenly becomes real. Like what you just heard? Hear the rest of that share and much more on OUTorah.org or by using the OUTorah app for iOS and Android.